Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Go Give podcast. I'm your host, Ben Wright. I'm really excited to have on Eric Lindros of Gong today. Eric, thanks for coming on, man. Oh, my gosh. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, excited to have you. So I love to start off this kind of podcast by just, you know, giving giving people a chance to introduce themselves, tell people who you are and who you work for and, and kind of what your role is at Gong. Perfect. Um, again, thank you for having me. So my name is Eric Lindros. I've been at Gong for just over three years now. My backstory, um, I was actually in education for five years and I loved being a teacher. Um, but in San Francisco, I was, I was so poor. I just couldn't do it anymore. So I literally was like, okay, I'm going to give myself a three-year plan and I break into sales and then I'm going to reevaluate how happy I am um, or go back to teaching. So I got into sales. I was an SDR at my last company. I was then um, in, in sales leadership. I was then in sales enablement. Gong calls me. They're like, hey, do you want to be an SDR again? And I was like, what did, what did you say? No, no, I don't want to be an SDR again. Like I've already, I've already done that. Like it was hard. I climbed the ladder. Um, long story short, it was the most amazing conversation I'd ever had. Uh, joined Gong three years ago as an SDR. I was then on the people team as a recruiter. And I've now since moved into the enablement team. I was the SDR enablement manager. And as of a week ago, I actually received a promotion and I'm now sales enablement manager, global onboarding. So Congrats, that's a little bit of my story. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Uh, loving yeah. it. Yeah. And from your LinkedIn post, I hear that you're going maybe somewhere a little bit, a little bit farther overseas, right? Yeah, going to go over to the ponds. Uh, we are opening up an office in Dublin, Ireland in October. And so I will be relocating to, to Dublin um, with a few other gongsters. And then obviously we're, we're hiring in Dublin as well currently. That's pretty cool, man. I have to admit, I'm, uh, I'm slightly jealous. Dublin's a... <laughs> Dublin's a cool place, but also like kind of expensive as well. But I mean, being from San Francisco, you're probably you're probably used to that by now, right? Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm I'm uh, excited for the adventure, to to say the least. Oh, well, that's a great introduction, man. So I so I think like this this podcast and the people that I speak to, uh, it's mainly focused on companies that have really good kind of social causes attached to them, right? And companies that really promote either corporate social responsibility or have a focus on social impact. Um, and I saw a, a post from, from you about proud gongsters, right? And, and about, um, that kind of group that you have going and gong and thought it would be a great time with it being Pride Month last month. I'm, apologies that I'm a little bit late by, a, by a few days here, but I thought it'd be a great opportunity to have you on to kind of talk through some of the cool things, um, gong are doing in, in, in that area. So would love for you just to introduce what proud gongsters is all about and, and kind of how you came to be involved in it. Yeah, absolutely. And again, thank you. Um, I don't think it's ever too late to have a conversation around what your company is doing to help promote just goodness, right? Um, visibility, diversity, equity, and inclusion. So thank you again for having me. Uh, so Brown Gongsters is our employee resource group. We actually don't say ERG at Gong anymore. We've rebranded ourselves internally to say Gong Circles. Uh, for us, you know, we had a conversation with the team and employee resource group just feels a little buttoned up, right? Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go and find some resources, right? And that's phenomenal, that's amazing, don't get me wrong, but but we really wanted like our ERG groups to, to be a place that, that you want to really connect, right? And and so we say gong circles, um, but yeah, we've we've always, as long as I've been a gong, we've been unbelievably in, inclusive and, and uh, focused on diversity, but 
as we became a more mature company, right? From 20 people in a WeWork to now almost 700 people globally, um, we recognize the need to have a little bit more structure around those diversity initiatives. And so we actually rolled out um, all of our gong circles last year, uh, Proud Gongsters being one of them. And so we have multiple gong circles. We have Latinx, we have Women at Gong, we have Asian at Gong, we have The Neighborhood, which is a, a, a gong circle for Black gongsters. And then we also have the Proud Gongsters, which I am co-lead of. Um, so Proud Gongsters, our mission uh, is really to just bring together and recognize LGBTQIA plus gongsters in a positive and non-judgmental environment where they can fully express their individuality, share their lived experiences, and just feel safe in a community that is void of discrimination, prejudice, and equality, inequality. And so really that's like, that's the goal of our, our Proud Gongster. So, you know, every month we have happy hours, every quarter we have different, you know, internal and external events. Um, for us, we're a closed circle right now, meaning you have to live in the identity. However, you know, we constantly have events where we open up those events to our allies to come and, and help support as well. Um, and so, yeah, that's a little bit about the Proud Gongsters. I, I, we have an a, uh, executive sponsor, Udi Lettergore, who is our chief marketing officer. Um, he's married uh, to a husband, has three beautiful babies. And so he and I partner closely together to, again, create those initiatives, um, both internally and externally for, for the company. That's incredible, man. And actually, I did, I did some research kind of prior to, prior to the call, and I was amazed to see you know, the amount of those kind of, you call them circles, right? The circles that you have have gone. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that was pretty incredible to me. I think, um, I think organizations are usually quite slow with how they build out those groups. You maybe find one and then maybe five years later, they'll add another. The fact that you have so many speaks a lot to, I think, um, just how great of a company Gong is, right? Because they really want to want every employee to feel, um, to feel safe, as, as you mentioned earlier. Um, you, you mentioned a couple of things around some of the activities you guys do, like happy hours and, and, and stuff like that. I don't know if you could just expand on that, kind of what format does it take and um, and, and how, how do people get involved at the company? I think it just depends on, on what the events are. We have standing happy hours. Um, Proud Gongsters, as of right now, is actually the only gong circle as well that also has an international presence. So we have... Uh, Proud Gongsters in Israel as well. Um, so half of our company is in Israel. The rest of us are in the U.S. We're building out, you know, EMEA right now. And so we do partner really closely, myself, Udi, with the other co-leads in Israel. So we have standing events uh, monthly and quarterly just for our group. And then when it comes to, you know, a month like June, we had 10 different events that, you know, six of them were were internal for our gongsters and our allies right and then we actually had four events that were external as well that were open to the public and for for other companies to join um we hosted this last month an incredible international um coffee and learn panels is what we what we call it where we had all of our proud gongsters you know walk through the history and share personal stories and and really the goal is obviously to again just create a a a place of safety for for people to to learn and support and be educated around, you know, issues that happen in in our community, um, and so it really just depends on on the events and 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 what we're doing at any given time. Yeah, and I love I love the concept of actually opening events out to the public. I think that's actually pretty unique in my experience in terms of because 
because I think Pride Month, a lot of companies will put on events that are internal, right? But the fact that you guys took the initiative to to do external public-based events, I think is a, a really cool way. And, and like you said, having the, the the education piece attached to it, I think is I think is really, really important. Um so we, we've kind of just gone over some of the things or some of the initiatives that uh, that Gong is is really focused on and, and specifically talked about the Proud Gangsters movement. Um what do you think it does for the company in terms of, you know, Gong employees um, having these groups in terms of like a, a benefit? Like what are some of the things that you think having these groups kind of set up and, and, and with inside Gong, what do you think it does for like employee morale and um, and, and kind of an employee, I suppose, satisfaction of the job? Oh, such a good question. <laughs> so many things to unpack there. Yeah. Um, I mean, through a business lens, right? Retention. Yep. First and foremost, right, when people feel like they can show up as their true and authentic self, right, and feel supported and, and not feel like they have to hide who they are, right, I think that that, again, there's so much to unpack there, right, that, yeah. that creates a sense of belonging, right, when you think about companies that, that don't foster that type of space, right, and that atmosphere, imagine the, the stress that somebody goes through, you know, starting a new job, wondering if they can talk about their husband or their wife or their boyfriend mm -hmm. or, you know, a, a surrogacy journey because they're becoming parents, right? When you have to hide a part of yourself, I think that the mental health component is really impacted. And I think that that obviously lends itself to a, a lot of different things professionally, right, when it comes to work and performance and and showing up um you know even for for example last year right with black lives matter you know it was it was a horrendous you know experience and event that that we witnessed and you know for our the neighborhood the, the gong circle you know which represents our, our black gongsters to know that they didn't have to hide what they were going through or you know, the fear of what was happening or the anger, right? Or, or you know, what, whatever it was, right? Knowing that they could come to work every single day and just be themselves. I think that that lends to, um, yeah, just really feeling inclusive. Um, I also think through a candidate lens, right? Like people want to work at companies where they know that DE, DEI initiatives are being supported, right? And so when it comes to attracting talent, you know, and, and diverse talent. I think that that's something that people look at as well, right? And, and want to understand what is a company doing. So I think when it comes down to it, it's retention, it's, it's, you know, attracting the right talent, it's ensuring that people feel supported and safe. And that lends to mental, you know, health benefits and, you know, job performance and just, just happiness, retention, right? I think, yeah, I think the point you made at the start actually was, was a, a really good one. And, um, if you can't share everything about yourself at work, you're never going to be totally happy. Right. And, and that will impact not only your personal life at work, but also your work, like your work performance will, will suffer negatively as a, as a result. Um, yeah, I, I think the other thing to point out and, and people that are listening are probably aware. I mean, anybody that's on LinkedIn are probably aware of Gong because. Of, of how good a job you guys do just in terms of the marketing perspective but another event that um that stands out to me when there were the um the asian asian events in san francisco the asian crimes in terms of some of the assaults that were happening to asian people in, in san francisco 
Gong was a consistent voice on not only speaking out against it, but also protecting their employees and showing support publicly as well. Um, I don't know if you have any more information on that, but from my perspective, that was a really powerful thing to see from a from a professional perspective, a company speaking out in support of of Asians in their in their workforce. I thought that was a a fantastic thing to do. So I don't know. Is that kind of very apparent throughout the company? Does that happen regardless that those kind of things in terms of speaking out publicly? One one hundred percent. Gong. I, again, I think what makes Gong so special, and not not to digress, but to sort of add to this story, Gong is the first company in my entire professional career where I have not felt gay, right? And and when I say that, I mean that in every other professional environment. I've always been cognizant that like, oh, the gay person, Eric, right? And whether it was through micro or macro aggressions, whether it was through somebody being like, I want you to be my gay BFF. And I't like, really? Like <laughs> can't that just be your BFF? Why'd have to be your gay BFF, right? Yeah. Like Gong is the first company ever in my career where I, I never think I'm gay. I'm just Eric, right? And I think that that's a huge testament to how unapologetic Gong as a company is with supporting DEI and and being a vocal voice and and having visibility around injustices right so one 100% and it always starts top down right and so when it comes to anything that's happening right like gong is the first company right to to create a, a stance against what we as a company believe is is right or wrong right so well that was yeah that was going to be i suppose my follow-up point it's not just um because i think a lot of companies could can release like a, a statement for example right and then say you know whatever they say in their statements but to your point the fact that, that your leadership you mentioned duty earlier and um and some of the your other senior management they're the ones that are speaking up very publicly about it i think that lends not only confidence to employees, but real kind of um, legitimacy to what they're to what they're saying, right? Oh, one one hundred percent. When you have, you know, your CEO Ami Bendov making a post during June that says, "I am a proud ally," right? Like, yeah, it literally tells everybody at that company, "This is who we are, and this is what we stand for." When you have other executives or colleagues posting, you know, about the injustices that are happening right now in, in the Asian Pacific community, it, it literally lets everybody know that they're being supported. When when your company, and I, I can't even tell you how much we've, we've done for different nonprofits or different organizations, and I'm happy to chat a little bit about that, but we've literally donated to so many charities, whether it's for Pride or Black Lives Matters or to help you know with, with what's happening in the Asia Pacific community. Like, Again, you're just constantly being told and, and it's being reinforced that you're at a company that really cares, right? Did I did I ever Ben tell you about our gong for good and, and what that is at the company? No, no, no. That was actually gonna be one of my one of my kind of agenda items. So I'd love, yeah, I'd love for you to expand on expand on that. So we so at, at Gong we have we have our operating principles, right? We have eight different operating principles, but for us, probably about, no, I guess it was last year uh, during the, the Black Lives Matter movement, we recognized that those operating principles weren't enough for us. And we actually came up with six additional operating principles through the, the lens of Gong 
for good. And so what Gong for Good is, is we as a company believe that we can make a difference in our workplace and our communities and, and just the world, right, in general. And so the, the different, um, I guess, operating principles of Gong for Good, if you will, they're give back is one of them, um, help others climb the ladder, right? So what that means is champion and, and mentor talent from non-traditional backgrounds to access successful career opportunities. We have promote a fairer world. Um, we also, for us, it's not just about like putting up some sort of operating principles that you know, look really pretty on the wall. It's about right. action for, for us. And I think you're, you're sort of alluding to that, right? Like right. You, you see the action behind who we are as a company and, and what we care for. So we have leading by example, we have being active. We also have taking a stand. And so as of right now, and this number is growing, we actually have three official partnerships externally where Gong provides our platform for free. Um, and we have literally an entire board and a panel that evaluates the different uh, cool. you know, organizations that, that we want to partner with. And it's quite an extensive process. And so one of them is FlockJ. And FlockJ helps make uh, tech accessible to people from non-traditional backgrounds. Um, and we actually have like a mentorship program with FlockJ. So about 35 Gong employees are mentors to the FlockJ graduates. And again, these are people coming from, you know, diverse backgrounds and, and typically, you know, non-traditional and um, minority backgrounds, uh, socioeconomic disadvantaged backgrounds, right? We also have Build On, which is uh, a, an organization that helps break the cycle of poverty and illiteracy, um, again, with minorities and people of diverse backgrounds. And then uh, a new one that we just partnered with is actually Israeli-based since we do have a presence over there. And it's called uh, SOFIN. And they are a joint Arab and Jewish organization promoting high tech in the Arab society as a lever for economic development and the creation of a shared society in Israel. So for us, like it's not just enough to have our CEO or CMO or CRO or SDR or CSM you know, share a, a, an asset on LinkedIn. Like it's about us actually have, doing good, right? With with on. Yeah, that's that's really cool, man. I think um, I think what's interesting about that is, is not only because I think I think donating money is is fantastic, right? But actually, the the part that you mentioned there about the the mentorship is going to have such a a larger impact on the people that are the are in those roles, right? Specifically. Right. Because the calorie talent at Gong is 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 pretty high, right? Like having that kind of mentorship program is is one that's I'd imagine fairly unique in the business world as well, especially in t in terms of like you know establishing a partnership and then and then mentoring people. Do you know? Like, can you expand on that a little bit? Like, are you part of that that program? Do you know people that are part of that program? And maybe maybe give the audience a little idea about how that works. I'm sure there's some people listening that would think that's a that's a great idea. I'd I'd love to do that at, at our company, right? Yeah, absolutely. So again, the organization is called FlockJ, and we, I'd have to check the numbers, but it, I believe there's about 35 of us, maybe more, that are actual mentors, myself included. I, okay. I am a mentor to two of the FlockJ graduates. So with FlockJ, it, it, it's more or less a, a sales boot camp, um, and they go through a six-week training course, and then from there, they're placed into different you know, SaaS organizations. And from there, FlockJ and Gong are partnered together. And we are partnered with some of those graduates that are in other companies. And so every two weeks, I meet with, with my mentee um, for half an hour. And 
I mean, it's honestly like the highlight of midday. We, we talk about like, you know, and they're an SDR. Most, most of them go into an SDR entry-level position since it's their first, you know, yeah. role in sales. So we literally talk about cold calling, right? And techniques and, you know, email customization and how to use Drift most effectively and LinkedIn presence, right? Yeah. Um, but again, yeah, it's just, that I think, a really impactful relationship, not just for the mentee, but also for, you know, the Gong employees as well, right? And I just think it's, yeah, I think it's really important to to give back, right? Yeah. I, I know I know I've had mentors, right, in, in my previous lives, career. Sure. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think um I think actually mentors probably represent the most impactful part of my career growing up. Like in terms of people being able to tell you a little bit about your role or what to do next. Like for me, that is that's such an impactful part of your career, having somebody guide you through that. Um that process and i think i mean you mentioned that they're coming in as an sdr and who better to learn from right <laughs> exactly 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 well um one question i love to ask people on here eric is just around like going back to the proud gongster movement that you that you kind of co-chair are there any ma- moments that kind of stand out to you that kind of make it all worthwhile or moments that make you think this is super cool like i'm so glad i'm chair of this and and so glad i get be, i get to be a part of this movement yeah, absolutely. Um, I, there, there's so many things about proud gongsters and and having the being lucky enough to be a, a co lead for proud gongsters. Um, I think for me, so every month we have a hiring class, right? And we actually in our onboarding session we have a monthly session where our HR team, our people team, we, we walk through all of the gong circles, and we have every single co lead in that onboarding session of all of our new hires. And and we talk about, you know, we share personal stories. We talk about our events, more or less what we're doing here, right? And every single month, one to two, sometimes three people reach out to me and they ask to be added to Proud Gongsters. Um, For us, everything is about confidentiality. When it comes to, you know, Proud Gongsters, everybody's journey is different, right? And, And for us having that, again, safety and confidentiality is absolutely crucial. Mm-hmm. And so every month when I have people slack me and say, oh my gosh, I'm a proud gongster. Can you add me to, sorry, it makes me a little emotional because, yeah, yeah, cool. because day one, sorry, I did not mean to get emotional. Um, day one, you, you have people that, that just feel seen and feel valued. And you're literally day one setting the tone for, for their professional career and journey at Gong, that you can be exactly who you want to be and you can show up and we're going to show up for you, right? And so it just moves me every single month. And obviously having been in a lot of companies myself where I didn't have these type of resources, I didn't have this type of visibility, right? It, it just, it literally means so much to me. We actually had somebody who had, been at the company, I'd gone still at the company, but for almost two years before reaching out to me and saying, Hey, Eric, like, I, I think I'm at that stage in my journey where I'd like to be a part of the proud gongsters. Again, sorry, I get emotional. Like, no, no, so- these are the, these are the, these are the, these, the, these are the cool stories, man. It's kind of what makes it all worth it. Right. And why, why other companies should do things like this. I think this um, is exactly the kind of stuff I like hearing for sure. Like we, we've always been that company though, right? Like, yes, we have an official Gong Circle now with a budget and an executive sponsor, but Gong has always been that company. 
And so when I think of an employee who's been with us for over two years, who has seen the type of company we are and the, the type of inclusion that, that we enable, for that person to, to come out two years later and know that they have a safe place that they that they can be a part of, right? Like it it I just I like literally cried all day on that one because it was just no, it's it's, amazing. It's, yeah, it's amazing. And and I mean it, it, it actually the point you made is is a is a really important one around it being like day one as well, right? Like so for the people that have pinged you like their first week at the company knowing that actually like I can just be myself. And that that that's a that's must be a pretty cool cool <sighs> feeling to be part of that, right? It's I I I feel lucky every single month. I, I feel humbled and, and lucky that I get to play a small role in the the atmosphere um, that that Gong helps to create and facilitate. And you mentioned your your co chair Udi, who again is is always over LinkedIn. Right, he's a fantastic piano player and always comes out with some with great content. How instrumental has he been in terms of being the executive sponsor of that that program? I, I don't think you could measure how instrumental he has been. When when you try to evaluate the impact that a role model can have on, on somebody's career, right, personally or professionally, I think that's really hard to measure, right? When you see a C-suite that literally has three children, has a husband and says, you know, and, and Udi says this, right, but this is also our our company, right? This is a, a sort of a, a core part of our DNA. Udi Lettergore will tell you, we don't do business at all cost. He literally will say that on, on panels, like, we don't need your business as a company if you're homophobic, if you don't stand for equality and diversity and inclusion. Like, we will literally let go of a, a deal before we ever stand behind something that doesn't feel true to ourselves. So when you literally hear somebody like Udi on a panel saying that, all you can do is think, oh, yeah. where, where do I work? Yeah. Where do I work that our C-suite is saying, no, no, we don't, we don't need your business if you're not going to support what we find to be core pillars of, of just the right thing. Yeah, you know, right. that, that, those are the kind of stories that like you know give me goosebumps a little bit just because i think there's a there's an odd thing in tech whereby people have and you you alluded to them earlier these these values right which represent their company and sometimes you look at those values and you know that company's not living by them right like you know like it's it's very much for either their i don't know their shareholders or something just to attract candidates in and then once the candidates are there they realize actually that's that's not the case Stories like that make you realize that Gong's legit, right? And and the the principles that that you guys have are are core core to your not just your culture but to the success of your company. Would you would you kind of agree with that? Oh, one hundred percent. It it literally we we live and breathe those operating principles and the the Gong for Good operating principles as well. And again, you know, it's all about action, right? So when you literally see your company, your marketing team, your executive team allocating thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and resources to creating visibility around whatever it is, right? Proud gongsters for June. I can't even imagine. I mean, we donated $10,000 to three different charities, right? We literally had the marketing team create assets for the entire company, right? Like that's, that's money, that's time, that's action, right? And so 100%, like it is, it is when, when you have an optional, 
you know, global coffee, you know, pride panel, and you have over half of the company show up, right? It, it tells you that people care. And when you have, you know, 20 other people slack you and say, sorry, I had to miss, you know, the, yeah. the optional coffee learn. I watched it back in gong and oh my gosh, thank you. Right. Like it, it tells you that it's not just something we say, it's something that we do. Right. Yeah, I, love it. I love it, man. I love it. Well, I think, um, I was, I was obviously aware of, of who, who gong were, was, sorry, who gong was as a company kind of prior to this call, but I think you've only kind of confirmed what, what I thought, you know, and it's, it's cool to hear, man. And it's, I think it, it kind of gives you confidence in companies, specifically ones like gong that are so successful and congratulations on the, on the latest round of, of funding, obviously, but, but to see that culture not shift based on success is, is really cool as well. Right. Um, so, so let me ask you, ask you the question. You said the, the, the proud gongsters is, um, is not just based in the U S but also, um, I think you said in Israel as well is the plan to then obviously roll that out in, in Dublin and in, in Mir as well. 100%. Um, right now with the, the gong circles, with the RG groups, typically they, they are employee um, led and run. And so we only have two, yeah. <laughs> we only have two employees right now in EMEA. Okay. Um, but come October, right. When, when I go over to EMEA, I will continue to, maintain you know my position as co-lead for the EMEA office um I also think you know it's for us at least at Gong every year somebody else has a, the opportunity to to step into the role as well and so this is something that we strongly advocate for anybody in the company um to to step into so if there were somebody in EMEA or if there were somebody here you know in the U.S. I would absolutely um step aside and and support somebody else in in the vision, whatever that looks like, that that they want to bring to to the proud gongster group. That's cool, man. And and I have one final question. I know you're a busy man, so I'll uh, I'll, I'll make this be my last question. And, and we've kind of touched on a few of them, so um, I think it's going to be a relatively easy one to ask. But I always ask this question, last question to guests around: Why should social impact and, and corporate social responsibility responsibility be be a thing like what what advice would you give to companies that don't have any kind of social causes they support or don't have you know as you do the employee resources group or, or gong circles that support stuff one why do you think it's so critical and secondly any words for companies that don't have those kind of things kind of set up internally currently i mean i, I think it's so critical for everything we've discussed yeah. right for for that employee that is on their own journey, right? This is through the, the gong lens um, of proud gongsters, but for that employee that's on their journey for two years and, and they don't know if it's safe for them to come out. And so instead of coming out, they just leave the company, right? Because they don't have um, visibility as to how supported they will be in being their authentic self. So retention right there, right? Um, I can't tell you how many calls I have. I, I'm no longer on the people team. I'm on the enablement team as I, I shared, but I still jump on anywhere from three to five calls a month for the people team to talk to a candidate about these, these efforts, right? The DEI efforts and, and what it, it has been for me and, and what our goals are and our initiatives, right? So when you have candidates that are saying, hey, Gong, or hey, X company, can you put me in touch with somebody so that I can learn more about this? Like those, those are all factors that that people you know look at when deciding 
where to accept their next position, right? So again, attracting the talent, um, you know, achieving revenue targets, you know, mental health is, especially in this remote environment, especially last year, you know, during the pandemic, like mental health is, is crucial. So when you have something again, like what's happening to the, the Asian community or, or, or the black community, when you have those horrendous injustices taking place, but your employees know that they can just be honest with their manager or their HR team or their colleagues and say, hey, I'm having a really tough time, right? Like those are the things that that literally make people show up rather than show out. Um, even, and I have to shout out Matt Bigger's staff. He's an ally of, of Proud Gongsters. Um, he's also an ally of the neighborhood. He's an ally of our Asian ERG as well. And every two weeks he, uh, organize, organizes with uh, Devin Kirschman is her name. They organize a virtual 5K run. And every two weeks, they pick a different organization to donate all the proceeds to, right? So when you see in your Slack channel, right, that people are like, hey, you know, let's, let's do another 5K run. And it's on a regular schedule. And then, it, you know, some of the some of the charities that have been donated to are the Asian Pacific Fund, uh, the Outright Action International, the Equal Justice Initiative. Like when you see your allies, right, that aren't the executives creating these type of initiatives to support and, and showcase allyship, like how, how do you not just like, yeah, yeah, how do you not say, oh my gosh, like where I work and equally important, like how can I participate and how can I donate, right? So yeah, I, I think if you're a company that isn't in some capacity creating this conversation, I, I think you're, you're really missing out on a, a really big opportunity, right? And for yourself as well, Ryan Longfield, he's our CRO. He's actually an ally to the, the Black community, but he's actually the, the executive sponsor for the neighborhood. Um, when you become like more of a, a larger company, right, you have the executive sponsorship. So he's actually the executive sponsor and he will tell you that what that relationship and that sponsorship has done for himself, right, in, in edu educating himself and understanding other people's experiences, right? Like he, he says it's literally changed him, right? And so again, I, I don't think you have to be super fancy and have like a budget set aside and executive sponsorships. And I don't think you need to allocate thousands of dollars from your marketing team, you know, for, for resources and LinkedIn collateral. I think it's literally changing your company banner to support pride, right? How easy is that, right? And even that shows people, hey, you can be here. I think it's as simple as adding your pronouns to your Slack profile or your LinkedIn profile, literally adding your pronouns, he, him, whatever it is, she, her, they, theirs. It literally tells people internally and externally, hey, like, I care about how you want to be identified. So let me make sure that, that you feel comfortable, right? Like, yeah. I think there's so many little things that a company can do that will showcase who, who they are and what they care yeah. about. Yeah. So, no, I think that's great. I love it, man. I think that's, um, that's fantastic advice. Well, Eric, like I said, thanks so much for coming on, man. This has been, uh, it's been fantastic. I think it's done a couple of things for me. Like I said, one, it's, it's always good to know how companies are approaching critical issues. And I think you've, you've really outlined how, how Gong are approaching those issues, but 
I think you've also probably convinced everybody that listens to this to to join Gong. So you're probably gonna have to put in some calls to the uh, to the people team after this because I think you've you've kind of sold the vision so well just from I think everybody knows what a great product Gong has right in the market, but um, I think people are starting to know how great of a company it is from a culture perspective. So I appreciate you coming on and and uh, and kind of sharing that with us. I think it's been. Uh, one hundred percent. Again, thank you for having me. And, and, and full transparency, my my goal in this conversation with you wasn't to recruit anybody. <laughs> if you want to come work at Gong, amazing. But my goal, right? If if there's a takeaway from this conversation, it's these conversations matter, and and these conversations will make or break if somebody feels safe in yeah. your company these conversations make or break whether somebody decides to join your company. Like it is imperative. To, it's just the right thing to do. It's what our it's what our executive team always says. Like it's just the right thing to do. So takeaway is not to apply to Gong. <laughs> takeaway is to have a conversation at your company. A, a takeaway is to ask yourself, how can we create more diversity, equity and inclusion, right? So that everybody feels safe to be whoever they are, right? That's that's the takeaway for, I love for it, man. No, I love it. Well, Eric, this has been fantastic. Thanks so much, man. And um, just give, I suppose, is there any any other place that people can go to check out Proud Gongsters? Is there a, a website, part of the website that people can go to? Yeah, you could you can go to our um, gong.io. Um, forgive me, I, I don't know I don't know the uh, the forward slash to it, but there there is um it's under I think the careers page or the more about Gong, but we actually list all of our Gong circles, um, so you can find out more about again our, our DEI efforts. And then honestly, I would just follow if you're not already following Gong's LinkedIn page, like literally follow our page. <laughs> Everything that we're doing literally comes from our our marketing team as well. So you know, when we highlight different events or we open up events to, you know, external people, um, companies, allies, you know, members of said community, um, that's a great way to also just stay on top of whatever, whatever the company is doing. Um, connect, um, connect with Amit Bendov, you'll, you'll see his posts. So. <laughs> and I'll, I'll make sure that I link that, uh, that careers page just in the, in the notes for this podcast so people can go and check it out. But Eric, thanks so much, man. And have a, have a good rest of your evening. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye.